Boom. That's right. Man, talk about clubhouses on fire. Just wait till the show that we got today. Oh, now we're going to show yeah. you some heat. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. <laughs> it is fire time. Fire time. All right, all you business pros out there before we jump into the show just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today give us a like give us a follow subscribe and drop a review help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in the podcast rankings we'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it and if you want to be a guest on the show we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at in business bros pod i almost said church but ladies and gentlemen we're so excited and so honored to bring another incredible guest to the insurance dang i did it again to the business bros pod <laughs> <laughs> our guest today helps entrepreneurs generate consistent leads through video and social media without spending tons of time or money as a keynote speaker and masterful digital marketing consultant our guest works with business owners as a video and social media strategist he's dedicated to helping businesses implement digital marketing strategies to increase brand awareness and improve their online presence all the while our guest stays humble knowing that he learns more with every client he takes on he knows the best way to improve is as a team and his clients know his model well let's grow together we cannot wait to learn from this incredible speaker and digital marketing guru Joining us today from right here in San Diego, welcome to the show, Nick Bonnet Tadabet! That was what was missing last time. What, Nailed the, the it this time. Proper pronunciation of his last name? Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, dude. Ham, we were talking to uh, – I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be a guest on his show early this morning. We were, we were, uh, we were chopping it up back and forth, and we were talking about his last name. And we have very similar experiences in getting our names butchered in, in school. Mm -hmm. So I was like – I asked him. I go, Nick. I go, were you the type of kid where you were listening? Like, you already knew your name was coming and you could see the teacher. She was going to be like, uh, Nicholas. And you just kind of raised your hand like, I'm here. Like, you already knew what's coming. <laughs> right? And, it, and, it's, and it's B in the alphabet. So it's pretty quick. It's like early <laughs> on. I'm like, I'm ready. Like, you know. But dude, you weren't waiting until the end. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it this time. You got it this time. All right, Nick. Well, welcome to the program, man. I'm excited to talk to you again. We had a great conversation this morning. Uh, we were talking a lot about uh, discipline and habits and getting into stuff. So uh, before we get into all that, you have a background in business coaching, like certification type stuff. So from that point of view, how do you define, how, what's your definition of success uh, and, and how close are you to getting there? Love it. That's such a, a great question. And I love, I love that question. So to me, success is just like being happy every single day. So I'm already successful. Um, yes. You know, I wake up every day, super happy, love what I do, 
just working on my goals, growing myself, growing my business, and just enjoying the journey, enjoying the process. And, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in like what's success. And a lot of times people love to look at success like, oh, you got to have a million dollars. You got to, you know, have these fancy cars or this crazy business. And to me, you know, again, if you're happy, you're winning. Like you're just absolutely winning. There's no, there's no greater success to me than that. Dude, I, I love that. James and I had a conversation just a little while ago, uh, and we were talking about focusing your attention on your strengths, right? What is it that makes you you? Because that unique quality of of what wakes you up in the morning, you know, you hear people call it your why statement. Uh, some people, it's like I'm driven, like it's natural, it's innate in me, uh, and it's it's a strength that we all have. And I was telling him my strength. Uh, that I've developed over time and I realized is the energy that I can bring to the show and to people. When I'm around people, I elevate their their status, right? They might be, you know, low in the dumps or just their monotone is pretty low. But then when they come on with me, we juice them up, right? And I was telling James, his strength is in systems and in his his way that he automates things. That's his strong suit. And we try not to compare ourselves with others who are successful at their strong suit because that's what they do well. What would you say is your strength? What's your go-to, like, this is why you wake up in the morning. This is what drives you. Absolutely. Love the question. So one of the things that I got, you, I got asked, you mentioned that I was a certified business coach. So to get that position, I had to apply um, and we had to submit a video. And one of the questions that they asked in that application process was, what is your superpower? Uh, which is a very similar you know, question here. And, you know, I'm a big, little bit of a nerd. So, you know, I love that, love that question. But basically, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be a superhero. I wanted to have superpowers that I could like make a difference and, you know, change lives. But I discovered that I can make a difference and change lives without having superpowers. And so my greatest strength and my greatest superpower is helping to elevate other people, to motivate them to be their greatest self. Because everyone has the potential to be a superhuman, you know, superhero, elevate to higher levels if they're willing to cut their limiting beliefs, cut their doubts, cut their fears, and just step into that greatness. And so not only is that my greatest strength, my superpower, but it's also my mission is I want to help other people elevate, to share their message, to get out there, to get in front of people, to do things that scare them, to grow themselves, to, to evolve, to think differently, to improve their lives, to be more grateful every day, to be happy, to see, to thrive in business. So many things, all these things that we have the potential and also realizing that it is just such a beautiful thing to be here on this planet and to be able to be privileged to grow every single day is absolutely amazing. And so I like to remind people of that as well. All right, then then stick with the superpower theme here, right? Those are things that we can do here in real life. But let's get a little nerdy for a second, right? Uh, what is Who is your favorite superhero? And while you think of that, I'll, I'll share mine, right? So I, I, for the longest time, I, I, uh, for the superpower I would love would be Wolverines, right? So I could live forever. That's, that's, you know, hands down. But I, 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 I think I feel like I'm more along the lines of, of a Superman. I want to be a beacon of hope. 
I want to be that that uh, north star that is that is helping you get to where you want to go. That is encouraging you. That's lighting you up, right? Plus, he has an S on his chest. I know it stands for hope, but he has an S on his chest. That's my last name, right? I, I got an S on my last name, so so I really really do like that. Plus, he's you know probably godlike. You know, I don't know if I'm godlike, but I would like to aspire to be that way, right? So, all right, I think I've given you enough time. Who's your go-to superhero? So. I hope this is okay, but my go-to superhero is Superman. I am a huge Superman fan, so much so that it was a little bit weird in high school. I would like wear a Superman shirt, probably like just a little bit too often. Not like, <laughs> like, like often enough where it was like, dude, that kid is super weird. But often enough where it was like, man, this kid really likes Superman, you know. And and it's like what you said because the thing that I see with Superman is because he's so powerful, he has the potential to make the greatest difference, you know. Like he can save so many people so quickly around the world, flying around like so unbelievably powerful um, to really make that impact. Also, and he can fly. I'm like a huge fan of flying. That's just <laughs> like really high on my list. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. All right. So then in that case, in that case, are you a DC or a Marvel fan when it comes to the movies? Yes. Yeah, so when it comes to the movies, so you, you threw a curveball at the end there. That's not fair. So I will say, okay, so two-part answer, okay? I am a bigger fan of the DC comics and characters. I just always been a fan. Batman, Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, like, those are my guys. Um, but from the movies, I'm always entertained by the DC movies, and I like them, but they just get trashed by the critics. And to be fair, I mean, it's just so hard to compete with Marvel because the Marvel movies are just, they're so incredible. Like, it's its hard to compete right now. I will say from the movie standpoint, though, DC's got some awesome animated movies. Um, Low-key, really awesome stuff. Oh, man, dude. Okay, okay, so uh, we've been hovering on... A Why so serious? Yes, right? <laughs> Joker's my favorite villain, by the way. Dude, the Dark uh, Knight, that's just, like... Absolute yeah. classic, like best superhero movie ever. Yeah, totally, totally. All right, so I've been hovering on on some of these personal things, and and I've been doing it on purpose. Uh, one of the reasons is because uh, I've been trying to build my Instagram, and I've been hovering. I've hit this plateau in this four thousand follower range, and I, I've gotten to a point where like it goes up and then comes down, it goes up and then comes down. And so I'm playing with the different content that I'm putting on my social media feeds, right? And, uh, and, and I'm scrolling through TikTok and, and by the way, you know, the, the kind of content that I see on TikTok are people showing me how to do Photoshop stuff and people <laughs> showing me how to increase followings. Like that's my, that's my TikTok feed. So anyways, this, this person shows up and she's like, look, you need to pick five categories of life that you, that you're interested in and then find pieces of content for each one of those categories. You know, uh, and so I've noticed when I put show, uh, show clips, cause we used to do nothing but business bro stuff. Like quote cards or show clips or you know whatever it is but it was all business bros i started to mix it up and i'm noticing that when i post some of me some of the things that i like my own personality it gets way more attention way more engagement than when it's just business help me understand what's going on there absolutely it's real simple people are following you for you man that's the thing like that facial recognition is is huge um, it's a big reason why I'm a big video guy, big social media guy, and just being willing to like put yourself front and center and be the face of your business. You know, what do you want to, what do you want to work with? What do you want to engage with more like a logo or a person? 
mm-hmm. you know? And at the end of the day, like when someone's scrolling through the newsfeed and they see, boom, your face, like they know you or they seen you or they recognize you. And that's the, that's the first step again. So that facial recognition, but then also the other side of it is it's, it's personal. Like people like social media and the foundational principle that social media was started on is that it is about building relationships with people. And so when you see a real person, you see a face and you look at it, it's like, boom, this is a real person, like engaging with them. Like this is the person I'm following. You know, I was looking back through some of my Instagram posts and kind of just like seeing which posts had done better, you know, just looking at the analytics, always good, you know, in the social media world, looking at what posts are performing well and seeing what's going. And one of the posts that I noticed that that stood out was, well, one, basically like 90% of the photos were all pictures of me. However, they weren't necessarily the pro photos. I do a lot of photos of me like speaking on stage and I use that. It was actually a lot of just like me taking a selfie out in the world. Like one of the the highest ranking videos. And I remember I was running in Philly and it was raining. And I talked about in my post, like no excuses, you know, whether it's raining, like you, you don't negotiate your goals. And that was from, um, a guy, Jesse Etzler. I was, I was listening to their podcast or I saw something from him. And so I was, you know, um, sharing his message and that's, and that's it. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's raining, cold, whatever, like you don't negotiate your goals. But anyway, yeah, again, showing your face, being out there again, my hair's all over. It's rainy. It it wasn't like a nice picture. It wasn't like it was something to look at, but it's me and had a message behind it. And that's the other side of it too. So let's talk about that message. So for example, today, my post was on a personal level. It's it's a family picture. We went out to the the mountains and, you know, we're just taking pictures out there. It's a personal, it's just a, a family picture, right? And my message was more about like, this is one of the reasons why I do things, right? These people right here, what you're seeing in this image is what I, why I do what I do, why I go you know, become, spend time, whatever it is. That was a, a quick little message and the engagement has been phenomenal. How important is that description? What should be in that description when you're putting out that video content or those images? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's huge. So think about it from the the algorithm standpoint, the longer somebody is going to be staying on your post, the more likelihood it's like you're now letting the algorithm know, okay, this person likes this content, so we're going to show it more. So regardless of whether you like, comment, just by like looking and spending time reading a longer message, and again, you don't have to always have like super long messages, but the idea is that when we're creating these descriptions, we want to make sure that we're providing value from some sort, and we don't have to overcomplicate this. Like, so there's somebody that, that I know, and a lot of times he's posting things, but he makes it like more about himself. And with just some small tweaking, you can change and shift it to be more representative of your audience. So it's like, Hey, you know, you take a picture, let's say you do a workout be like, Hey, look at me. I just worked out. I look good. Right. Or it's like working out has dramatically changed how I feel. Like if you do these three things in your life, drink more water, eat better, and uh, exercise, you will, I promise, feel so much better in your life. And it's like, boom, okay, so now you just, one, you're building up your brand as somebody who exercises, somebody who works out, but now you're providing value at the same time. And again, that's not a ton of information, but it's just little things where if you try and shift your IG descriptions and what you're sharing to be more 
at, about your audience instead of about you, you can still talk about yourself. You know, like you said, you're talking about your why, but the same thing is transitioning and being like, what is your why? You know, have you thought about this? Have you looked into what really motivates you? Because if you don't have a why, then you need to look back and figure out what that is so you can elevate your business because it's helped me elevate mine. Mm. And so just by having that small shift in the content that you present, take away those eyes and focus on, on them, the audience, it's going to have that deeper impact because it feels like they're talking, you're talking directly to them, not at them. So I, 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 I totally agree with you. I've been using a strategy per se uh, on Facebook DMs, for example. When I get a Facebook friend request, I am always sending a video message. That's the very first thing I do. And it's me saying their name, talking about whatever's going on in that particular day, whatever's going on uh, in the world or you know, Happy New Year, whatever it is. And I mentioned the day that it is. So that way you know when you're listening to the video – that it's not just some one time recorded and I just kind of paste it and throw it on there. It's custom. It's me talking to you saying, what's up? How's it going? Uh, and it really, really increases the engagement. I do it for two reasons. One, it's it, I stand out, right? I'm, I'm different because I sent that kind of video message to you. You're like, what the heck is this? You hit play, you hear it, you're like, oh, this guy's pretty cool, right? He's got some energy. Uh, and two, I get engagement with it. Usually I get at minimum, I get a thumbs up coming back, right? Ding. I don't care what it is, comment, text. But then oftentimes what it does is it spurs up a conversation. And now, uh, you know, from an algorithm's point of view, Facebook sees it as these two have connected. There's a conversation. You know what? I'm going to show that guy more of his content. That's my strategy behind it. What else can we do with video, similar things like that, to help get more people to see our content, to see our page, and ultimately follow? Absolutely. So first off, um, you know, topped off to you. That's fantastic. Video messages is huge. I do that basically every time. And it's not always, you know, doing it like you said through the through social media platform is like that's what you want to do because you're getting the algorithm, you're getting the conversation. Now they're gonna be more likely to see it. And again, it makes that impact. The other side of it too. So what I do is like even my personal contacts. So not necessarily business or someone I just met, but also just people that I'm close with. I send them messages. My theme generally is like on it when it's their birthday. I'll send them a message, usually like a minute long, and just tell them how much I appreciate them. And it goes so far. I mean, the amount of people that I send that to, and they go, "Oh my gosh, you just made my day!" Like, mm -hmm. is that like, come on? Like, isn't that what we're doing? We're trying to make a difference on people. Like, That's to have it. that impact is so is so awesome. So, now to answer your question. The biggest mistake that I often see when people are getting into video marketing is that they're relying solely on organic traffic. And hey, organic can be great, but as these platforms have evolved, organic is so much more difficult. That's why a lot of people are jumping to TikTok because you're getting that organic traffic because that's what it does in the beginning. You get a lot of that organic traffic just like Facebook did, just like Instagram did where you're, you were getting tons, but then it gets flooded with the market and then it becomes a lot more difficult. So when it comes to making sure you're spending the time, you're creating video content, we need to make sure that that's being seen by our actual audience. So I always recommend that you put some marketing dollars towards your videos. The thing is, these are businesses. They want money. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all, all of them, they are businesses and they make money off of advertising. So they're going to reward you when you're willing to spend money towards it.
And the thing is, even from like the minimalistic aspect, if you're spending, because again, Facebook ads can get complex with different things, but if you did it to the minimum where you just spend like $5 a day targeting people who are already following your page, that's dramatically going to make a difference because now at least your content is going to get in front of your audience because right now, if you're posting on your business page, 10% of your already existing followers are going to see your posts. Hopefully, you're building up a big enough uh, following on your personal pages that you're sharing it. You know, this is a Facebook brand, but you're sharing it on your personal pages because that dramatically increases the engagement just from sharing it on your personal pages. But you see that like, if you're willing to put a couple marketing dollars towards that, it's going to start to steamroll and start to spiral. And so what can happen then is you use your advertising to see which videos are best. So if you put a couple dollars behind a, a certain video and you see that it's performing well organically from getting the ads, so you start off with the ads, you boost it. A lot of people think, oh, it's like organic and then paid, and you can do that. But I always recommend that you do paid no matter what when it comes to your videos and getting it in front of the audience because you may get a mini viral. Like, hey, I'm not here to tell you like, hey, this is how you go viral. But the potential is so much greater when you can get it in front of more audiences. I had one video where I, I talked about like vertical or horizontal. So I'm like pushing out these black sidebars in the video. Um, and so that like struck a nerve with people because people didn't like vertical video and, you know, ended up getting shared like 50 times, um, like plus just like so many in such a short amount of time. And so like now the only reason I was able to do that was because I was willing to put some marketing dollars behind it. And then mm -hmm. guess what I did? I kept it running because why not? Like it, now that it's already performing, you might as well just let it keep going because you know that it's doing well and it's going to continue to get more and more and build off of that already existing engagement, build off those shares, get shared more, get, you know, and again, so creating content that, that people want to share also. So again, like the likelihood that your ad is going to get shared 50 times is very unlikely. This is a content based video educating businesses about video marketing. So you're focused on that. But again, just being willing to put put some dollars behind your video and see what happens and let it get in front of it makes a huge, huge difference. And I want to say this real quick, making sure that you're taking them to somewhere that's going to generate leads. That's what I help people do. Generate leads. If you want to learn how to do video, that's great. You can go to YouTube. You can learn how to make a video. And I do teach that as well. But there's so much more. We need to make sure that we're getting results from the videos. So that's running ads. That's making sure that we're driving people to an opt-in page. We're getting email address. We're taking them to a value. We're taking them to an offer. We're getting sales. Like that's what we need. That's what moves the bottom line. We got to get those sales. So it's all part of the strategy to making these things successful. But you got to have all these things in a row before we can really start doing these things. Dude, that's a that's great advice, and it's funny because you 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 talk to different professionals and they have different opinions, right? Don't boost it, yes, boost it. Don't paid ads, do paid ads. Like, you know, should I spend it? Should it grow organically, or should you pay for for growth? Like, there's all kinds of different opinions back and forth. I always thought of it like like a hockey puck, right? Like, if if you give if you have a hockey puck and you give it a little push let's say you line up a, a bunch of different pucks and you give them little pushes. Some of them really take off on the ice and they just keep going and keep going. And some of them just barely go at all. And then they stop. And I kind of think that that little push that you're giving with that hockey stick, that's what you're doing with the content. You don't really know. Yes. It's possible for you to go viral. Yes, absolutely. 
But if you give it a little nudge, sometimes that rock that's sitting at the top of the hill, right? You get a little stick, you're trying to push it, it's not gonna go anywhere. You give it a little bit of leverage and all of a sudden it gets some momentum and damn, that thing's coming downhill fast. You have to be able to give it that push. As you grow your audience, then the organic reach gets a little bit. 10% of 100 people is not as much as 10% of 1,000 or 10% of 10,000, right? So you're getting to grow that reach. And at the beginning, you do got to pay for it. But uh, let me ask you this. When we do our show, it's, it's long form. This is a 30-minute show, right? Should I be creating small pieces of content and pushing those? Or should I be pushing the full episodes themselves? Uh, and, you know, I, and, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Which one would be probably more beneficial? Great question. Simple. Both. You do them both and you figure out which one works best. I'm not here to tell you that I know all the magic tricks. I'm here to say that we all need to be scientists. No matter what you do, we need to remove all feelings, emotions when it comes to marketing. We need to look at our numbers and see, okay, so if I spend, you know, especially in the advertising world, I mean, you, you test different copy, you test different ads. We need to be constantly testing. And if we try and think like, oh, well, is this video good enough for me to post or this and not, it doesn't matter. Just just try it. We need to be testing because guess what? What you think may do well, may not. And what you don't think may do well, may do well. So you never know based on your emotions and what you think is good. Let your audience decide. Put it out there. Test it. Tinker. We are mad scientists in the lab. We tweak things. We change things. We alter it slightly. We don't just go, oh, this didn't work. I'm going to throw out that whole formula. I'm going to throw out that whole vaccine, you know, in this COVID world. If you think about what they're doing, you know, they didn't just like throw out what they had. No, they take what they already had and they tweak it slightly. And then they do it again and they tweak it slightly. I mean, there's all these studies that go into just having a red button on your opt-in page can increase conversions on your landing page. So it's like there's... Imagine that you change the title slightly and boom, your, your conversions go up. Everyone mm. wants to like change the whole title or, and change six different things. Well, if you change six different things, then you don't know what actually worked. So we need to tinker. We need to change little by little, try different things, see what's working, analyze the results, and then we have better data to move forward. Don't make decisions based off emotions. Know your numbers. Make decisions based off facts. Or let's talk about video quality, right? Do I need a, what's called a DSLR camera? Do I need uh, a specific type of microphone, right? Uh, I, I can't get started because I don't have XYZ. What should I do? How do I get started with video marketing? And when I create them, should I be, are those the ones that I need to be boosting? Is, is that the stuff I should be using for paid ads? Great question. And so, the way I always think about it is your video marketing journey is just like your business and that you can continue to grow and elevate and add more things to your collection. Like I recently, um, for Christmas, I just got a cordless um, mic so you can like attach it and then it connects to either your phone or your camera. So I'm planning on doing some more creative ads that allows me to kind of like walk and talk. So if you have a wire, it's not really going to work well. But to answer the question, so... You can get started with just with your phone. I mean, the smartphones today are so incredible. And come on, I don't need to tell you this. Like you guys know that your phone is high quality. People overcomplicate these things that need to be done. All you need to do, and you, again, you can use your phone. You can use these headphones. They're great. Um, you know, 
again, you're going to get that quality sound. You want to have some type of microphone. These headphones have a microphone in it, so it's good to have some type of microphone or, or if you're in like a super quiet area where there's not a lot going on, that's, you know, recommended. But then the other side of it too, Zoom's becoming more and more popular. You can record videos right on Zoom. There's, there's no, why not? It's One totally button. fine. People are doing it. Hit record. It's already on your computer. So you're good to go there. And so now you don't have to necessarily worry about transferring files or, you know, moving stuff over. Um, it makes it super easy to just boom, hit record. The other option is going live. Again, I like to have a, a lot of different video types in my uh, kind of toolbox or, you know, in my repertoire in that like, I'll go live. I have higher produced video. I have longer form content. So all of these different things. And again, it goes back to what I said before. We're seeing what's what's working, what's going to get people's attention. But the thing is now video is becoming more and more popular, easier to get on. And so I do recommend this is that you consider having your edit, your videos edited. That little level of production can go so much further and make it so much easier. So if you're worried about you know, oh, I'm going to like mess up on the video and it's going to like take a bunch of time. Like I had one of my clients, this is pretty funny. I love sharing the story. So she, uh, she made a video and gave it, you know, and then we were talking about it. I was like, so like how, how to go, like how'd your videos go? She's like, it was good. You know, I got like a couple videos and it, it took a while. And I was like, how long did it take? And I forget exactly what she says. She's like a couple hours. And I was like, couple hours. Why, why did it take so long? And she's like, well, I was, I was making sure that I had it like perfect in the, in the video. <laughs> and I was like, you have an editor like ready. She's, she's waiting for you to, to give Send him the, the content. And so, so she says to me, Oh yeah, she did say that it was really easy to do the editing. I'm like, yeah, you took all the work from her. <laughs> like you tried to film it so many times to get perfect. Like when you have your videos being edited, you can mess up so many times and just, it can be cut together that it looks super seamless. Like video editing is absolute magic where you can easily film. Like you could mess up so many times. Like if people saw some of the raw footage now, I will say with practice, I don't really have a lot of outtakes anymore, but in the beginning I did one of the first videos I did. Oh my gosh. It took me like two hours to film one video. And then I ended up having to splice videos of me speaking because it was just like, it was so bad. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> you just like got to get started. But, but that video editing production can go so much further to one, making your videos so much easier. So you don't have to worry about messing up, but also it gives you that extra level of production. Like, Hey, I'm putting extra time into this, making it look a little nicer, making it look a little cleaner. Um, so it's going to help you stand out from the people that are just, you know, recording and, and posting. Dude, the video editing, by the way, ladies and gents, if you don't have a video editor, that's okay. There's this thing called the internet. If you go to like upwork.com or you go to fiverr.com, you're going to find editors and people out there that are going to do the work for you at all kinds of different rates. And the great thing about those places are you're hiring people from all over the world. So you might hire somebody in San Diego that's going to charge you, you know, a hundred bucks to edit your video, or you can hire somebody in the Philippines who has, if not the same type of experience or more, that'll do it for like 15 bucks. It's completely up to you. Use these internet platforms and get out there and find the people to help you do what you need to do. The, the, the internet has shrank the world. Like now you can find almost anything you need product or service 
at the click of a button. It's made it super easy. Nick, man, time flies when I talk to you, dude. Like it, it just goes by. Uh, you've been on a lot of stages. You've been on a lot of podcasts. You have a podcast yourself. Uh, give me some feedback. What was your experience like on the business bros? Oh my gosh. Love it. Yeah. This is amazing. I love your energy. I mean, it's, it's, it's next level. Um, I also love how you guys go live. I do think it's a really cool, unique aspect, especially like the, you know, when you're cutting stuff in, you got that intro. I mean, you guys make it, you guys make it look good. You guys have fun. Um, and again, one of the biggest things for me, and I noticed with you is like not having prepared questions. Mm -hmm. Like you may have some that you wrote down just to like get things going. But like, if you're not kind of feeding the conversation and having extra conversations, like what's this? And then, you know, you answer the question and then they just like go to the next question versus like, if you can really engage and like, Oh, well, why is that? And, and just, you know, to me, that's what makes the show good because you get on such a deeper deeper level. And that's what I try and do in my podcast. You, you saw when we recorded our episode earlier, it's, you know, when we dive deeper into these, the first answer, you get so much better quality, you really get to know the person so much more. And that's what it's all about. You guys are awesome. Oh, dude, I learned it from a guy named David Meltzer. Uh, so he was a guest on the show. Great guy. And he told me, he's like, you know, you got to learn to be more interested than interesting. And I was like, dude, that was power. Like that was the key. All of a sudden it's like, you're having a conversation with somebody. Listen to them. The question will come because you're listening. You're, you're intrigued. You're, you're learning about that particular individual. There's no need to have a bunch. I mean, yes, you can have an outline of things that you may want to bring up. But I don't know about, you know, unless you're going to edit the whole video, right? Then the whole different ballgame. Live, live is a conversation. And I have fun talking to people. Uh, it's Again, dude, the internet has made it so much easier. I don't have to shake hands or anything. We can talk all day, different chats, and it's just click to the next room. Click to the next room and have a bunch of conversations. Nick, before we head out, can you tell people how they can get a hold of you if they want to work with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram, probably the most Nick J. Bonnie. There it is. Boom. Um, and then you can go to my website at the bottom too, digitalchamps.com. I got a free training. You can check it out. It's like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, really going to help you to elevate. And I go over the three biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to video marketing. So if you're looking for some, some more content like this, I recommend check it out. Boom. All right, ladies and gents, look, social media is here to stay. Uh, just an FYI, we're going to do a podcast 101 tomorrow morning on Clubhouse. So if you haven't gone on Clubhouse, from what I understand, it's only an iPhone thing anyways right now. So if you haven't gotten on Clubhouse, get on there. At Business Bros Pod is where you can find me and you'll learn a little bit of the one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to have a panel of a bunch of different podcast hosts. So if you're interested, come check it out. Uh, it's it's a great uh, platform. Think of it as live. Uh, the way I explain it to people, it's like, remember in the 90s, if you were around in the 90s, you'd, uh, you'd want to hop on and talk to a bunch of people at the same time. You pick up a party line. That's what it's like on Clubhouse. But you get to have access to people you normally wouldn't have access to. I had a conversation with Grant Cardone. Who, who can get access to Grant? I don't know, but it happens on Clubhouse. So make sure you guys go out there, go over there, check it out. Uh, we're going to be doing that tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nick, thanks for being on the program. Really appreciate you taking the time. 
Make sure you guys go check it out, thedigitalchamps.com. Uh, that's, Nick's got all kinds of great information. You guys felt the energy. You're going to learn from him, get a lot of information uh, that you need to help elevate your status, elevate your social media game, elevate your business game. That's what it's all about. Nick, thanks a lot for being on the show, my brother. Hey, thanks for having me. I had a great time. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. We'll see you again manana. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csburst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.